This is The CW Spiral, a podcast run by three survivors of the CW's colon in 2022. We're your hosts, Sabrina Reed, Michael Patterson, and Reed Gowden, bringing you history about the network and the WB, the latest news and in-depth sportable discussions of the best and messiest shows to ever grace the small screen. So, totally thought we were going to hop onto this pod and just talk about Tarzan, but then some like news dropped exciting news for those of us who use the cw app i should clarify that point but um dawson's creek mellow's place party of five and heartland have landed on cwtv.com in the cw app like you could just watch it now if you wanted to you could just binge you could do whatever you want you could go watch your favorite episodes or if you've never seen dawson's creek you could just hop right on that and do it i mean this lineup nothing but bangers just it's amazing a good one. it is to, to clarify melrose place is the reboot it is not the original melrose place which i'm excited about because the reboot has been i feel like scrubbed from the world mm-hmm. it, it got a dvd release and then they were like jk you can't find it anywhere it's never been <laughs> streaming anywhere and i never finished it so i'm i might watch it mm. i might we'll see how that goes for me I'm you guys so know how i am i'm like i'm gonna watch it and then Four months later, I have still haven't watched it. <laughs> There's not that many episodes, so you got time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so excited about this because, like, we've been talking on this pod for weeks, months, whatever, near, heck, nearly a year, saying that the CW streamer should be used better, and they've certainly come on leaps and bounds. But like, this might be the biggest breakthrough they've had yet because these shows have history on the WB, history with the CW, and. At the end of the day, I think that was the easiest audience to appeal to to begin with. We know they've got new CW shows. The issues with them being like Warner Brothers and CBS shows is that they never had the historical CW or WB shows. Is this the beginning of a new chapter for them? If so, I think it could be the most exciting chapter for the streamer yet. Wouldn't it be so funny if like a year from now or a few months, they'd be like Tarzan streaming on the CW That's what I want. I want it so bad. I want a Tarzan renaissance that then leads to a reboot. Right. So <laughs> I think like the mall's always sitting right next to us. Like girl, grab your pen and your pad. So you already heard that we want Tarzan on the CW app, but also with Heartland being added to the streaming service, this is just another play for the Virgin River people. If we're going to continue to court the Virgin River people, Thunderpoint. It's just <laughs> the whole's like nodding. It's just right there. I mean, if you could just underline it twice <laughs> and like just slip it on the desk, yeah, like it's already going up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense since, I mean, they're doing the utmost to make sure that demographic is happy on the CW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it happen. But since that's the only piece of news, we can roll right into Tarzan episode six, which means we have two more episodes before we're abruptly cut off from um, <laughs> this show. I Every episode we've watched so far, I keep getting angrier and angrier. I'm so bitter <laughs> that it <laughs> doesn't continue on past eight episodes. This was yet another excellent, you know, they they figured out what was wrong and they just made it better. And episode six was an example of that. Yeah, this was my favorite episode, I think, in a while. (laughs) Like, I really enjoyed this one. And I think it was because there was an absence of a case of the week. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what it was. 
And it threw us right into it because we did say how last week's felt a bit like of a mismatch of styles because of the whole like shower scene at the end. So it was kind of hilarious that the, the previously opened with the shower scene and basically just spent most of the time on that single scene, kind of setting us up for a potential nice episode between Tarzan and Jane. And then they were like, yeah, you know, you know what? Let's open with her getting uh, uh, confronted at the door, him getting I nearly arrested. I thought that was a dream sequence <laughs> until it cut to Kathleen's house. Cause like, first of all, Jane was sleeping dead to the world face yeah. in the pillows. I was like, that killed me, <laughs> but I thought she was having like a nightmare or something. Cause I, you know, I was getting all settled in. I had my little snack and I'm sitting there watching the previously on. And all of a sudden it's like all hell's breaking loose. And I was like, wait, <laughs> this wasn't the vibe I was prepared for. I, I loved it though. But I was like, what's happening? I kind of like, I'm glad it wasn't a dream sequence on the record. Like, I'm glad that was not a dream. It just rolls right into what's going to be happening in the episode. It's very much bang, 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 eternal affairs. And then it's just the cops where I enjoyed that it was an, um, like, it doesn't really let you be comfortable in the opening. Mm -hmm. Like, you just know this is going to be a bad time for everybody involved. Though I did... I got pulled out of the the moment for like just a second, but it's whenever we see um, Kathleen's live-in maid, I'm always like, if they ever do reboot, that should just be her wife. Cause she's just always appearing in the, <laughs> in the, in the middle of night. It just makes much more sense if that, that's her wife or spouse. Um, Cause it, I'm like, why is it? Oh, it's always you, ma'am. I, I want more from you. I don't know how you connected to her. They haven't even given us even a real job description for her. She just appears and always is like, Kathleen, someone is here. Yeah, like why? Like, you know, it's confusing. You're right. It's like she knows all the tea. She knows everything that's going on. You know what I mean? Like she's the in a is banging. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Kathleen, though. Before we get into all, everything, we asked for two more things from the show. I said last week that we wanted three, and we got the three last week. Now we wanted two more things, and I feel like this episode delivered on both fronts. Eh, Kathleen got to do more. She was involved like the old days. And you know, she brought back the classic line and screamed it at the top of her lungs. Get out of my house. And I was like... Did she say, I know my rights? Yeah, <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> she really did. I think she, was, she just went from like totally like docile, playful character suddenly to right back on the board. And I think that was a good way to like almost reintroduce her. And the other thing we asked for, which we ended up getting, was Jane basically got to be a private investigator because I, I shouldn't have been celebrating when she got suspended but I was like yes no scenes in the precinct and she got to do all the investigating outside and I just thought both of those things brought the episodes to life because when we pivoted to Kathleen we were in there to see whatever badass line she would come out with when we pivoted back to Jane we couldn't wait to see her investigate so I just think that set the episode up for a victory right from the off Mm -hmm. she was giving Nancy in a good way yep she was. It also made me feel like had they been given more episodes, we just never would have made it back to the police force. She just would have I been. I know. I was like, when she handed over that gun and badge and she was apprehensive, I was like, do it, girl. Do it. <laughs> and don't look back. <laughs> <laughs> I truly felt like they were pulling us out of that. I was like, you knew you made a mistake and you were trying to correct it. They just didn't give you enough time to be able to do that. Because I felt like we saw much more of her investigative skills in this episode than those ones they were giving us, which kind of was like paint by numbers. Now yeah. it was kind of more fun for her to be figuring out how exactly she was going to track down the information she needed. I laughed in the pizzeria. 
when yeah. she's like, Amazing let me just work. use my wiles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. my God. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, this episode, I think, proved we always knew she was smart, but like left to her own devices. Like she's smart. She's wily. She's mm-hmm. clever. Yeah, I just really enjoyed seeing this part of Jane. I feel like this is the most fully formed might, we might have seen mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. As like a, I mean, we don't really get to see, we did see some emotional depth, but like, I don't know, it just felt more, more layered than we'd seen her before as just a cop and someone telling Tarzan to go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it did kind of turn the whole lot on its head because for, you're right. For the last couple of episodes, it's been, right, this is my case. John, can you help us? And then he gets to do all the fun stuff. Whereas because of this, she lit- John leave. They're going to get you <laughs> <laughs> every week. And whereas this week she was like, let me save you. They literally made it a thing. And that was cool. She was like, let me save you. And then instantly went out and proved her skills in the field. And you're right. That was far more fun than, um, than being shackled by the procedural nature of it all. And by obviously her being shackled by Tarzan having to do the investigating. Jane's definitely very much been the main character of the show, but she hasn't really been allowed to do main character things until this episode and she really really know that and we finally got uh i feel like we made even more progress with her understanding of what is compelling her mm-hmm. to basically throw her life in the fire to protect tarzan like her her speech to sam about him being innocent and it not being him him being not guilty but like he literally is a, a true innocent person he she said sees, she called him pure, which I yes, loved. It was beautiful. And I was like, she's so right. Also, he hates everything about New York. And <laughs> <laughs> just well, more so about humanity. Like this, he has besides Jane and Sam and Kathleen, he hasn't met a decent person yet. Like uh, that, that isn't already like connected to him in some way. Oh, and Nikki, of course. But it's a small circle. He hasn't been able to see the kindness of humanity because every time he he even tries to go out on a limb somebody's doing something terrible mm-hmm. and his uncle certainly proved that in this episode and um, i did we talked about this last week about how like uh richard likes to manipulate tarzan and i think that's the only way the whole like questions about his humanity really work because richard's manipulative he can like hone in on that whereas everybody else last week doing what the plot needed them are you sure you can trust him is he not a bad guy he's feral we can't we can't trust him whereas this week you're right, the whole conversation between Jane and Sam kind of like nipped that in the bud permanently. She she was able to finally put into words what she felt for him and why this, like it wasn't just some kind of infatuation. It was that he is a generally good and innocent person. And that all came across. Um, And I did love the fact that, bless him, he kept trying to interfere in the investigation and very nearly made things worse. But um, like he didn't, he never went too far because like in the previous episodes, he'd still threatened to hurt people if they did wrong. Whereas he, him and Jane had a perfect synergy in this episode. They finally find like a, a way to balance each other. And again, maybe that's just the whole like private a detective element of it over uh, the police procedural element of it. But it was nice to see that just like it was nice to see Sam get to do the detective work in the precinct that it never overwhelmed the plot. Everybody wasn't involved. They were all involved in the same overall story, but they were also doing their own thing at the same time to help the plot. And we weren't wasting any time on underbaked procedurals. It all just came together really nicely. I will say, though, I was stressed in this episode for jumping off two things you said. I was stressed about Tarzan just, like, running around. Like, sir, you are wanted. Yep. And you are chasing <laughs> down a car. Like, there are so many, like, dangerous things he did where I was like, please, like, not me telling him to go away, but, like, I'm worried about you. And then um, 
Sam too, because he I feel like he kept like waffling like between how he felt, which is understandable. Like you're doing something that goes against your instincts as a cop, but you're following your instincts as a friend. And I really loved when he corrected those the officers that were stalking Jane, what they said about her. And he was like, no, don't say that about her. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's why I stand you. <laughs> yes. He, he was going to, um, the cop who said that, his face was going to meet the concrete immediately if it happened again. Love oh, that about Sam. They're lucky Tarzan wasn't present for that interaction. <laughs> right? Because it's, I mean, it's truly a lot. I think they, they lean very heavily into um, Jane walking a fine line as a woman in the police force. Like they didn't really talk too much about that in the previous episodes, but now that apparently she's a traitor, we feel comfortable saying very misogynistic and sexist things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I wish they had, and maybe this because they didn't know how to walk this line or weren't interested in this part, but since we got to it anyway, they could have done more um, in the earlier episodes to discuss why it would be difficult for her, why she doesn't trust the other, those other officers on the force, not just because, you know, they're bad dudes, but also because they don't respect her. Like, mm-hmm. how did she end up becoming partners with Sam? Was Sam just like the most decent guy in the precinct and didn't see her as less than because she's a woman. He saw her as very capable. I love their dynamic and I wish we knew more about their friendship because they consider each other to be besties. So I would love to know, like, how did we become that? There's a lot that's not discussed. Like, there's a lot that we don't know, especially about like Tarzan's family. Like, we, there's still a lot that we don't know about Kathleen and Richard. And like you said, there's a lot that we don't know about everybody. We don't. I don't even think we know what Nikki's major is. No. Not that it matters because she's not in it anymore. <laughs> she's gone. That I thought. I was like, you're not even going to give us a throwaway. She decided to go back home. All this drama is happening and Nikki is nowhere to be mm-hmm. seen. And they part. Wasn't it la- last week was the big Nikki episode, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now she's just disappeared. She had a grand finale. They managed to fit it all. She had managed to have all the scenes she would have had in the next two episodes. They managed to fit, fit them all into that one last week. Um, yeah, we joked that we'd have a like write off line for her. And I, I don't think that's entirely out of the equation. But because we're kind of in that whole, like, I do wonder if the season will get a chance to wrap up or whether there will be some kind of cliffhanger because we are in that, like, a final quarter of the movie where everybody's on the run. The, 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 it it, it felt season finale-ish. It did, didn't it? At least, like, building sure. toward it. Because yeah. when you completely, like, stop doing what you were doing before, which is procedural, and go full, like, serialized, focusing on the actual story, it's kind of like we're wrapping up. So I'm... I wonder if it's just going to be full steam ahead mm-hmm. going forward. And it does feel like the cat's out of the bag, so to speak, because we've been saying how they kind of like maybe pull the trigger on, oh, John's alive too early. But no, only the main characters find out that John was alive after the pilot. It turns out now that their whole rest of the precinct and everybody else didn't know he was still alive until this episode. So now that everybody really knows that, that he was involved in Michael's death, um, it does feel season finale-ish because all the, all those like conventions, the, the poli- procedural nature of the police station, all of it has fallen away now. We know who the corrupt cops are. We know the Jins uh, fighting against a corrupt law at the moment. Um, and the other thing is it, it kind of did allude to the whole like dynamic in the precinct because 
early on, Jane and Sam were very much like it's us against the world because the rest of the precinct kind of dragged Sam. They'd laugh at Sam, which is why I I still think the aspect the show let it down, it let itself down, and it was its portrayal of Michael because the story is still telling us that he was this good man who Jane loved and that she should have she should have respected more and that she, she shouldn't have fallen for Tarzan and all of this. But like I keep bringing up every week, these guys who worked with Mike who think he was the best guy ever were party to him when he was like dragging Sam in the pilot episode everybody dragged Sam that's why it was imperative that Sam be the one to stand up for so I did like that we're like that's another season finale element almost we're finally starting to address that a bit more I just hope before all said and done we do get to address the fact that mm, maybe Michael wasn't such a good guy after all I would like that I would I guess Taylor would be the person Mm -hmm. I would figure that out more with I was trying to figure out um whether Taylor was Mike's partner Who's Taylor? Is he the one that was on He's the... He's the gruff one who's uh, corrupt. He was the one outside Jane's apartment, right? Mm-hmm. Were... Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him by name. I know who I know who he is, though. <laughs> like, he's the same one who's been, like, consistent, like, can we put all the other cases to the side and just focus on... Obsessed. Like, very okay. obsessed, which I would understand that, that was tell his partner. Something. Mm-hmm. It that should. That should tell us something about the kind of person that Michael was... <laughs> I just want, I, I, if Taylor is his partner, uh, I would have liked to have known that earlier and had been rooted in the story more so that we knew him. Because I thought he was just cop number two the entire time. And it turns out <laughs> not only does he have a name, but that like he's very deeply invested in this investigation for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he did get deeply invested towards the end. Um, and I know when you have the corrupt cops, that the, the violence always comes in but like he was not willing to stop and now that that cat's out of the bag and that we know i would i do wonder if there will be any fallout because the end of the episode showed tarzan kind of walking away towards the warehouse with jane and toe so they're both like where do we did get there? on that plane i sort of i was like i'm far too fast <laughs> <laughs> but like they really made us feel it like with the needle drop and everything and the romantic moment everything was so overly dramatic and i was like wow i've really gotten attached to these, char- these characters after only six episodes um i miss tv like that everything was so heightened and dramatic but like you did kind of buy into it and it did kind of feel like a goodbye. Like maybe that's another finale-esque element. The fact that everything was uh, coming towards a conclusion and it felt like it was going to be it. I will say, I agree with what Reed said. This is my favorite episode since at least the pilot, but it kind of started to fall apart a little bit the longer it went on because like Sam's random monologue, and you knew rightly that was going to put him off, but it kind of created this whole Tarzan's like, I ruin everybody's lives thing. And they only had like 10 minutes to play with that. So much the ennui. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, the, the sudden ennui, it came out of nowhere. Um, it covered it, a lot of ground. I mean, very much so. He, especially for Tarzan, it went from he's beating up Richard, which I was like, him again. Keep going. <laughs> Throw him out the window. <laughs> Put him in Saturn with Tom Swift's dad. Um, uh, but then it goes from that to like, I want to leave. It, it covered a lot of ground specifically. And then he's not on the plane going home to the Kong. Like, it's just a lot of stuff that I feel like could have been spread out. But a lot of stuff that makes me think, okay, we did this in episode six. What's seven and eight going to bring? Mm-hmm. Because the, the there's a trope in every television series where some there's someone's an outsider and they're new to some place. Doesn't matter if you're from the jungle and you move to New York. 
it could be one town to the like VOC. Ryan's from Chino. He goes to Newport. Inevitably, he wants to go home because he's like, I'm, you know, I'm the the odd wheel that made everybody's life turn topsy turvy. Like, if, if they'd be better off if I was gone. And I feel like that's a trope in so many shows, but you have to play that card at the right time. And I don't know if episode six. <laughs> Like you just they covered the whole trope in one singular act pretty much like not even the episode it wasn't the main story of the episode it was one like toward the end and they they just played that card and moved on so i'm like i love it obviously but we did it so quickly mm-hmm. we could have that could have been a, a thing like a bigger thing the catalyst isn't strong enough and it yeah. doesn't so they're, they're trying to tell us the catalyst is that he promised donald that he'd protect him and he didn't and donald ends up back in richard's clutches and tarzan's solution to this is to get on a plane but how exactly does that free donald from being stuck in that that room again so it's just it just like, makes it a cold case the whole thing yeah and richard has has the funds he can just keep donald in, in another wing in the house until he needs him and donald just wants to go home so i just don't see how that helped the situation whatsoever that because that was the halfway point that's what i what i thought when i the episode i said the episode fell apart halfway through because everything was building towards this moment and then they got him and then he saw tarzan and screamed and then the bad guys came in i was like whoa we were doing an awful lot here but they got him they were successful it maybe it should have happened at 40 minutes so that they couldn't have completely reneged on it and went back the other way. But five minutes after rescuing that man, he was kidnapped again. And Sam was like, Jane, you know what? You go home, you need some sleep. I was like, this man's been kidnapped. Are we just going to leave him there? And, and, and then, then Tar- he loses Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> it gets, Sam was the one having a real bad day. Um, but like, we just completely shifted gears. Part one and part two were like two completely different episodes. But see, this is what we were getting at when we said every episode of the season. <laughs> yeah, 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 very much. So. <laughs> I loved it. Ten out of ten viewing experience. It was just like narratively. I'm like, you guys can. I mean, maybe they knew eight was it. I don't know, but I think you guys can chill for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's like isolated. These scenes they do really work. Like uh, Tarzan and Richard in that moment in the library loved every second mm-hmm. of it like it's, yes. it's very gaslighty tarzan is is trying to hold on to his emotional core of knowing who he is and the things that he's done he knows um he's not responsible for everything that's happening richard is but when you hear his uncle who at first was the only person he really knew and was supposed to trust uh tell him that over and over and over again you can literally see the wall being chipped mm-hmm. like that he's trying to keep from between he just manages to hold on to his core of integrity and he leaves. I'm just saying, I don't know, I want more, I kind of want Tarzan to, to at least briefly fall into the trap of what Richard is saying, because Richard often falls into his own trap of what he's saying. Like sitting in the, I'm assuming that was a limo and he's talking to his henchman and he's like, it's not fair. This is Kathleen's fault. And I'm like, Richard, how often do you lie to yourself? Right. Because you seem to lie to yourself a lot. It's not Kathleen's fault that Tarzan doesn't trust you. Yeah, he's the kind of villain that really believes what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He really believes that he's in the right and he's doing what's best. Maybe, perhaps, instead of doing the whole Tarzan's fleeing back to the jungle, it would have made would have made more sense if he just turned himself into Richard and been like, "Okay, I surrender." Yeah. I give up. 
Would that have, I don't know. They could still have done the, okay, I'm leaving, but I'm just thinking maybe it would have, um, then they could have tried to get him out of that predicament. I don't know. Maybe that would have gotten us in court and that would have been a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But they had options. It was good yeah. storytelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, And that's what I said last week. Uh, Richard is, I have a love-hate relationship with Richard because he's not on screen enough. Mitch Pelleggi is selling the heck out of that character. And whenever he has the scenes with Tarzan, the manipulation comes across so well. And uh, his scene with Lucy Lawless, uh, the between the two of them, his manipulation also came across really well. Because generally that character could just become, oh, woe is me, it's none of it's my fault, boo-hoo. And it does, it is starting to sound like that. But occasionally there are glimmers of brilliance with him and you can see how manipulative he is. I, I wish we got to spend more time with him just to get more of that across. Because a lot of the time, even in this episode, he's in those shadowy corners of a limousine, just like plotting. And it's like, there's more to be done with his character. Maybe he will come into the forefront. I agree, Reed. I think if he surrendered himself to Richard's custody, that might have been slightly more interesting than Richard's still in the background pulling the strings when you don't really get to see what he's like or what he's doing. Um. And it would make for sort of for some more up close and personal scenes of where they had to want to work together at the wrong wrong term. But yeah, I don't know. There's just there's so much good with Richard and particularly with the sibling dynamic with Kathleen as well. And I'm angry we're running out of episodes now because I feel like it's only starting to hit the grand run on. Yeah. Cause like Sabrina said, it it would be nice for Tarzan to believe what Richard is like yeah. to buy what he's selling, to like be that desperate and that like I give in. Maybe you're right to see that you can't you can only do that once and i think they missed the window opportunity to for tarzan to do that mm-hmm. they did which is unfortunate because they did build it it's like right there like they just needed to pull the lever i mean because we, we pulled several lovers this episode that worked and do set up future episodes uh to go back to kathleen and richard scene together which amazing suit on her she even had the popped collar she was very there for business i appreciated that they we've moved beyond this being about the inheritance like she Mm -hmm. thought that she could just throw um give him her shares and he could run the company and that would be it and he was like oh no 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 i've handled all that i'm going to get your shares i'm also going to get the inheritance once i have tarzan declared as insane and that everything's going to be for me. It was very mustache whirly, but it worked. And mm-hmm. but I I really want to dig deeper into what it is exactly that Richard wants, because it's not just the inheritance and it's not just control of the company. It has to do with something that they were that he was experimenting on Tarzan for. That's what I yeah. want to know. And we 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 haven't got there. We scratched the surface in the pilot and then they kind of just let it go. Like we also aren't doing um Tarzan's enhanced senses anymore. Used to be the mm-hmm. hearing and it used to be the sense of smell, but they aren't doing that as much. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of got like a teaser of like something of Tarzan's enhanced abilities in this episode because didn't he like snarl right when uh, Donald was kidnapped, almost as though he knew that was going to happen right beforehand. And then why did they leave that man alone? And you see, when they came up to meet Sam and Jane was like, oh, he's downstairs. I was like, why would you leave him on his own? Tarzan just followed them for no reason. Um, But I know what you mean. There is something nice. Well, nice maybe is the wrong word, but more compelling about uh, the, the way Richard manipulates things. 
And we said that last week in when he showed up in the, in the greenhouse and was trying to get Tarzan to believe the negative things he was saying. It didn't work, but it kind of worked this week, which is why maybe it would have made more sense if that scene with Richard and Tarzan came before whatever Sam was trying to say, because the Sam monologue came out of nowhere. I, I That one caught me off guard. I was like, he's going to take this to heart, isn't he? And then he's going to be like, it's all my fault. And that's exactly what happened. But we never had the nuance in that, whereas there was far more nuance in the scene with Richard because we know Richard likes to say things like that. We know Richard likes to manipulate people. And it didn't work with Kathleen. You're right, she felt like herself again. I, we said one of the main draws of that character was that she was like 1980s dynasty soap opera, shoulder pads, everything. And she just walked in in that parachute and launched that proposal at him. And I was like, thick. it wasn't. Mm. It was like, and he like had it read in like two <laughs> he seconds. He read the first page. <laughs> so that they were more of the dynamics I was hoping to see throughout the remainder of the show and that the procedural nature of it's kind of robbed us off but I do hope now that like I keep saying the cat's out of the bag that we've got the chips are down everything's in play at the moment hopefully we'll get to see some more of them as the, the t- next two episodes go on it's like that's what I'm praying for <laughs> like I just really want to I don't mind ending on a cliffhanger as long as it serves Rita's taught us that and I feel like I live <laughs> that truth now but I I want it to end in a, in a compelling way and I don't want us to unfortunately end up on like episode eight and it kind of just ends you know like <laughs> if it's a, a procedural episode again <laughs> right like it would just be I'd be a little devastated <laughs> Like yeah. really, we couldn't get one more episode, WB. But I think I don't. I I don't think that's going to happen because we do feel like once again, like we're on a skates. Um, in this episode, also Sam got a new partner, and Sterling K. Brown, mm-hmm. which had me yelling because I noticed him. Imme- <laughs> I recognized him immediately. I saw his name in the credits. <laughs> Sam, <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't get allowed. To, he wasn't allowed to cook. So as he just he came here at the tail end. So we've all we know about um his character is that Sam and him know each other and mm-hmm. that he, like Sam, has a core sense of justice and he unfortunately trusted Taylor. Right. Yeah, turned on. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I was like, no, Sterling, please. <laughs> <laughs> when he first showed up, I was like, and he wasn't in the episode for like half of it. I was like, surely he had more to do with this. But I was watching it through the fact you're like, are you be watching it? Because this is Sterling K. Brown. Or was this Sterling K. Brown? He wasn't Sterling he was K. Brown. Sterling yet, K. Brown. K. Brown. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's exactly the point. That's like, am I watching this wanting Sterling K. Brown to do something? Or was this the case of like Aldous Hodge and Buffy where it's just like a cameo before they were famous but no we did have some more to do at the end maybe we'll see more of that as it goes on because surely sam's going to want to know who tapped his phone or cloned his phone or whatever um hopefully that will give sam something to do in the final two episodes maybe back in the precinct and fight things there i hope now that tarzan battered taylor that that's not the end of that because i do want him to get some kind of justice for assaulting jane um Mm -hmm. because that's not okay it was a lot a lot yeah i would describe it for the listeners but it was a lot but then when Tarzan picked her up, I'm curious to know why he walked in the opposite direction of the taxi. <laughs> probably still parked there. I was like, you could just tell him to go to the hospital. But I understand they're in a weird predicament where they would probably both be arrested at the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are you taking her? <laughs> also, it wasn't clear to me whether or not she had hit her head. Because I thought she did when she fell during the brutal attack. And then I believe Tarzan feels the back of it. I was like, is she bleeding back there? Like, Mm. 
my goodness uh, it was it was intense it was a bit much to be honest uh i know it's supposed to establish that taylor is a bad bad dude and most likely will get something coming his way uh once things settle and james taken care of uh, but it also like his fellow officers did try to stop him but it was so half done mm-hmm. it was like stop stop doing that they grabbed him once and then they just let him roll and i was like taylor i hope something terrible happens to you I really, really do. I've been he, tired of you since the beginning. <laughs> a cop number two. Um, and he, he he really could have been subdued because like probably the most satisfying scene, a part of that whole scene was when he tried to attack Jen and she was completely ready for him. Definitely played dirty. He waited until she was distracted before he like really launched on her. Um, so yeah, I hope he does get some kind of comeuppance because like those cops could have done more. And it's the same with that henchman for uh, Richard we see all these people have like a shred of humanity and then they do absolutely nothing with it. So I do hope that they get called out for that. And the Taylor loses his badge. Like you said, the taxi driver was there. He should have seen that. Surely there are witnesses there. Sam will know what happened. So I hope maybe that will be Sam's case to take down the corrupt officers while Jane tries to clear uh, Tarzan's name. Two episodes is a lot of time. So I hope they use it wisely because, uh, yeah, this was finale-esque. So I hope now in the next two that they, they, they maintain that high standard and, maybe juggle a little less storylines and focus on what they've got because they've got some good stuff. Not to get in the weeds of uh, timelines again, but this is a question I had while watching it. Do we know how much time has elapsed since the pilot? Not that it's super important, but I'm just kind of like, I want to know the, how they Jane and Tarzan have really built this relationship up to a place where like, they clearly love each other and they're not saying it. There's something there. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how long has this been building? Is kind of a question i have i want to say it's, it's very hard to judge but i want to say that the third episode took place two weeks after michael died so that it could have a little bit of that grieving period done and dusted so there's definitely been a two-week gap but then there was that episode where she told him not to come near her again and the next episode she's like looking up at the skies and he's nowhere to be seen and they said he's been following her instructions for a while so we did cut her off for a while so i'm i want to say five six weeks maybe it's confusing mm. though because I they have that scene. Um, Kathleen and Tarzan have the scene uh, where she tells him it's going to get cold soon, mm-hmm. but it kind of looks like it's getting a little warmer, and that might have just been where like to me because I was like Jane's in like just loose leather jackets, um, mm-hmm. and her her tops aren't thick. You know, they're they're like cottony, so and it's very bright outside. Not that it can't be bright and cold, but it doesn't really look cold until we get to nighttime. So I'm like, what mm. season are we in? Mm-hmm. Did they film in Los Angeles? No, they filmed in New York. Oh, okay, cool. Well, mm-hmm. hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't know I, if this whatever is... the... What were you going to say? I was going to say, I don't know if this is just an issue of we filmed the pilot in the winter oh, and we yeah. filmed the show in the spring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I can buy into the whatever timeline it is. Like, it's fine. Like, I can mm-hmm. buy into it. It's not a... Never mind, but... But yeah, not that super important. It's just a question I had because I was like, they're really feeling each other now. <laughs> it's got to be at least a couple months. Has to be. Yeah, I would hope yeah, so. I can, I can buy that. And yeah. Sam made a comment said all the help he's given us and all the cases he solved about Tarzan. And I was like, are there supposed to have been more that happened off screen? So, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, he did like to. I mean, he did too very successfully. But like for Sam, Sam who doubted him to say a line like that you'd expect her to have been more for him to say that maybe this is like you said jumping seasons per season per season per each episode maybe they're just filling us a, a lot of time in between 
But yeah, I like to think that if there were Tarzan comics out there, they would have the in-between adventures someday. <laughs> yeah. You know, they could have, the way that they could have gotten around that is just using the academic calendar for a university for Nikki. We could have just been finding out based on the semester she's in. And that would mm-hmm. be so easy rather than having to, to like tell us two weeks later, five days yeah. later, 48 hours later. Like it just would have been really better. just did not know what to do with Nikki. No. They could have said she was on spring break and then there's an excuse for her not to be on the show. <laughs> right? She's like, she's down at Cancun. I asked her not to go, but she won't. <laughs> they have to, like, if if Jane and Tarzan are really on the run from now onwards, because there's, we know for a fact she had tried to help him get away. Kathleen tried to help him get away and they tapped the phone, so they know that as well. So everyone here, and now they know Sam was involved in it as well. So everyone here is kind of in trouble. So if Jane and Tarzan are on the run for the next two episodes, surely we've got to get a line from Nikki and like that she's worried about them or that she's back home. They have to at least address that why she's still in the apartment and not particularly concerned about her sister in the slightest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has to get done in some fashion. I don't even care if it's just Sam popping up in the precinct talking to Sterling Tay Brown going, I had to put her sister on a bus. Send yeah. her back home to her parents. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, that's how, how we do it. We'll take it at this point. <laughs> I know. I do have one bone to pick, though, with the show in terms. Of, usually I like the needle drops. Um, why was White Flag by Dido wasted? Yeah, it's it was just, It was a weird, a weird moment. Yeah, it's just playing it's, in the background. The songs definitely got an end of episode kind of feel. And you're right. It was kind of just there. What was the that. scene? All I can picture in my head is like a, an aerial shot of the city. I think... Jane meets Tarzan. It's it's when she finds him after he's. I don't know if he was bleeding because of the glass or if he actually got shot in his leg. See, that was a question I was going to pose too. It's so (laughs) unclear. Yeah, (laughs) I think think either way that man was running an hour later, like nothing happened. I think it implied it was the glass because of the cut on the, the blood on the glass on the sharp part of the glass and the fact I think you could see I th- well I had a really pair because I remember the quality we're watching it and um, uh, there was a big long gash on his leg so I think it was suggesting that it was the glass but yeah it was that scene and it was right after that wasn't it um because Jane said something was it the scene where Jane said to Sam that she won't stop fighting for him and that she, mm-hmm. she's going to stop and it won't stop at all costs um because it was very like i will go down with the chef like jane was willing to um and so we're, i assume all the fans watching the chef but like so yeah it was appropriately timed but i feel like that song carried would have carried more weight if it was a final act kind of song like you would have seen back in the old days of in all the major tv shows at the time mm, for sure but i did like the the, the second song though and it's placement mm-hmm. um yep. it was also it was given casablanca oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) the point in the back it's also again we're living in a time of television where they just refuse to let them kiss because that would have been the moment they were like i thought they were gonna do it yeah Yeah, i thought it was happening i really i I really like the hug i really like that they went there first because like this episode made a very big deal about the fact that Tarzan does not like people touching him. Sam tried it a few times and he went like that there. Even Kathleen gave a gentle and he went like that there. So I really liked him that the the the, uh, the next phase of his relationship with Jane was allowing her to hug him. I really, really liked that. Um, but yeah, you're right. They kind of kept us waiting for the eventual kiss, which, which may never come given the episodes we have left. But like, they like she'd had a moment where she like kind of looked at his lips and that was when he backed off and was like goodbye and that was that because 
he thought all she was waiting for was the goodbye. But yeah, very powerful, very, very emotional, very early 2000s. And the song certainly had a lot to do with that. Yes, I love them. They're so sweet. I I feel like um, there's not an innocence to Jane um, necessarily because she very much lives in the world. She's seen a lot of things because she does, she works in law enforcement. But there's just a spark in her that Tarzan produces that I mm-hmm. really love how the actress conveys that because you can just see she just comes to life. And Michael was not doing that for her. No, he, absolutely he wasn't not. at all. That scene where she was like, she oh, like he would not have heard this. There was an airplane engine in the background and he was like a good few feet away from her and she whispered, so that's it then. You're just gonna, you're just gonna leave. No way would that man have heard it. But this is television. We love television. And uh, he turned around, and that shot of her, she looked so strong and fragile at the same time. And I thought Sarah Wayne Callies did such a great job of conveying how much Jane needed him in that scene, and that was like a realization moment for her because she was about to lose him. I thought that, yeah, I, I was hook, line, and sinker in that scene. We've had so many issues with the show, but like I was all in on that scene. And if I was watching it in two thousand three, I absolutely would have been as well. Right. We really need this in high quality. <laughs> <laughs> we do more we'll underline the Tarzan part of your notes. To, um, yeah. Because it's just we do. At, I've been watching it in the um the cutout window so that the, mm-hmm. the pixels can can match the size. And that's the best I can get it. And I'm just like, I wish I want it in HD. Mm-hmm. I just did really do these scenes would pop so well if that's the quality that we were receiving it in. I meant to I meant to mention this last pod, but and I don't know if this happened to y'all when you were watching the previous episode, but as a reader's right, it has to have been recorded on a VHS tape because it there's this moment, I think towards the end of the episode, where it goes, there's like a little green static part and then it's just black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I my I've had issues with my laptop screen in the past. I thought it had cut out. No, but it wasn't me. It was the video. <laughs> this episode was different than the others because some of the episodes we watched looked like it was recorded directly from the airing on the WB, but this one didn't have a bumper at the end. It went straight to like the WB logo and mm. the production company logo. And I was like, where was this episode recorded from? <laughs> <laughs> it's giving <really> streaming <laughs> service. <laughs> it might have been the it might have been the website. You remember on the end of one of the episodes that it's had the AOL for oh, the yeah, WB. So right. perhaps it was pulled Was from streaming the a thing in 2003? Like, were we watching shows on the internet? I can't I, remember. We were playing games on the DisneyChannel.com. I know that. Yes. So I don't actually know if you could. I feel like you may have Because I remember. Do you guys remember that show Looking for Alaska on yes. Hulu? Yes. yes. It took place in, like, 2003. And they were, like, in their dorm room or wherever they were at. It was, like, a camping boarding school. I don't know. But they were, like, watching the OC on a laptop. And I was like... Where was the OC streaming in 2003 <laughs> <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> like, I know Josh Schwartz made both shows, so I'll let him have it, but. Eh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Go ahead, Sabrina. No, you go ahead. I just I'm pretty sure the BBC iPlayer over here, which was a catch up service at first, was one of the first streaming services, and it came around in what? 2008. So, yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> streaming was a thing in 2003. Like, I just, I don't full episodes being available online is such like a 2007 thing yeah to mm-hmm. me in my mind but i don't know we were younger in 2003 so it could have been a thing we just didn't know about it or maybe i i won't speak for you guys maybe i just did i wasn't on the internet like that at that time i don't know 
Unless, well, no, Tarzan isn't on DVD. The only thing I could think of is maybe years later it was available online. Maybe it aired, maybe it was an airing on, maybe it aired on a different network or something. Maybe. I, it makes me want to go back to look at the TV history of the early 2000s to figure out why I, I know I really flash players. I'm begging for an oral history of the show. Like mm. it's necessary. Once it the is. strikes all end, we need to get the gang. Someone needs to get the gang together and talk about it for the 20th and, anniversary. Yeah, yeah, somebody, please. I need to know everything about the show. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I had a thought, and it just it just flew away on the breeze. Never oh, no. Mm-hmm. It had to do with Tarzan, then. Yes, the it character, was. The character? No, of the show? The show. Uh, um, but no, it's not there anymore. Oh. <laughs> I'm watching the, the, OC, watching the OC on streaming now. <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't that either. I don't know. It's gone. Maybe it'll return someday. Just not on the pod. <laughs> this usually <laughs> happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay was there anything else that um about episode six or do we have wishes to share for episode seven and eight i hope they maintain this energy because they really did something with this episode mm-hmm. i really as much as i ended up critiquing that it's the full season in an episode and there were some like minor things i really really loved this episode and it feels like it feels very emblematic of what the show could have become like more serialized obviously I, I wouldn't want every episode every season to be quite this intense and exist within the main plot of the show like they would have to resolve this and then open up new storylines new villains new something you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it couldn't just be like oh tarzan's gonna go to jail we need something else but i really enjoyed for the story that they set out to tell in the season this episode really made good on that promise that wasn't particularly present in the procedural episodes. Mm-hmm. I made a wi- I made a wild prediction last week that everything would be good, everything would be nice between Jan and Tarzan, and then he would get arrested for murder. He didn't quite get arrested, but we got close to that. That that, that kind of panned Half out. Half arrested, he had the handcuff. <laughs> he did very chai, very chai. Um, so I mean, like I I had it was an outlandish prediction, and they went big in this episode to make that prediction try and come true. So I really couldn't have been happier. They also got Kathleen doing more, and they took Jane away from the precinct, which allowed her to come to life as a character more. All of that breathed created practically a whole new show, and if we can get this kind of level of energy over the next two episodes, I think it will go out strong and leave us wanting more because I think the show's already going to do that because of how slow some of the other episodes moved. Um, But yeah, we're heading in the right direction and I hope it just uh, throws caution to the wind and has the time of its life over the next two episodes because I certainly did watching last night's episode. So if we can continue that for the next two weeks, Tarzan's going to go out strong. I also love to know what Greystoke does before the series ends. (laughs) Just minor thing. That's the next thing we're gonna ask like, for. <laughs> what are we what are we what are we up to? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but to um to piggyback off of what Michael said, because the bird came back, the bird thought came back, and I uh, uh-huh. um I think Michael, the sentiment that you shared is probably one that someone from the WB also felt after they canceled the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I mean, there is that quote by Eric Kripke in which he talks about how after. Tarzan they asked him what would you want to do 
and he said supernatural so i was like did someone is this like was that an apology show was that like you know we did cut tarzan down too soon we saw the growth we had yeah. a chance to watch all the episodes together and i'm so sorry what would you like to do next so we can capitalize on the talent because the talent is there yeah i agree i feel like the my prediction is like tarzan great idea we really couldn't get the vision cohesive on all ends what would you <laughs> would you like to try something else <laughs> we want to like help us help you what would what do you mm -hmm. i well um i'm not sure how much of a thing that is nowadays you know because it is just harder to break through the noise of television mm -hmm. there's just so much available whether on tv or streaming but uh if you are someone in power you can open the door for someone who has talent and maybe the show that they did or the movie they did wasn't exactly it initially to give them another chance regardless so mm -hmm. there's something there there was clearly something there and they saw that in Eric Kirby. yeah it's so unfortunate when you watch a show and you're like oh everything is right there but somehow the all the I's weren't dotted and the T's couldn't be crossed for whatever reason. I feel like the visions were not intermingled properly between network and the writers. And I don't know. I still love the show. Mm -hmm. They should let it cook longer, though. I, I am bitter, WB. If you would let it cook longer, at least they I think Eric said it was supposed to be 12 episodes. Why didn't you just give them the last four? Yeah. Yeah, would that have caught like the ratings weren't that bad? It wouldn't have cost them that much. Yeah, because oh, every time I hear that intro song, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, right in the WB feels like this should have been seven seasons. <laughs> I, I think y'all Tarzan is like our Wendy. We're yeah. just here, never gonna be over it, <laughs> and upset. That the only ones around. in the planet. <laughs> 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 Although maybe you will find it way on streaming and everyone will watch will be like, told you guys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we were here first. We rediscovered yeah, we it first. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that is it for this week's pod. Thank you all for listening or watching. See y'all later. We're the CW Spiral. I'm Sabrina. I'm Michael. And I'm Reed. Bye.